Hey guys, I'm Christy. And I'm Heather. This week we are bringing you a holiday classic from the archives, Krampus. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and be good or Krampus will get you. Sleigh bells, cookies, stockings by the fire. In some parts of the world, the cozy parts of Christmas are offset by beatings, whippings, and kidnappings by a Christmas devil. If you've been naughty this year, watch out for this week's topic, Krampus. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinister I think we've talked about before when we both discovered Santa was not real. I still believe in Santa because my well, mom yes. told me when I was a kid, if we didn't, we didn't get presents. Yes, my mom still says we should all believe in the spirit of Santa. It's true. But when did you, as a child, make the connection that, oh, this is my parents? A little bit of a late, little, I think maybe like 11 like 11 or 12. So it was, what is that, it was fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. Cause my, a kid at school, if I remember correctly, a kid at school told Shannon, my older sister, mm-hmm. she's five years older than me when Shannon was like 10 or 11. So I would have been like five or six. That's so shitty of that kid. I know. And she came home and told my mom and my mom probably did what we called the Nancy death pinch, <laughs> which in your arm, in the pit of your arm. So you crick your arm like a Barbie doll, you know, like, yeah, the, and she'd shove her thumb right on that nerve that, like, it's like a tendon that, that draws wow. her arm together. And she'd mash on it. And apparently she said, do not tell your sister yeah. or there will be no Christmas. <laughs> and so I was luckily saved by uh, my, I was, uh, you know, protected by my sister for many more years. Aww. What about you? Did your brother sell you or you tell No, them? I'm older than my brother. So I had to keep up the facade, much oh, like no. Shannon. Um, I don't, I don't think anyone at school told me. I just remember, I remember, though, asking my mom, I, I know I said, is Santa real? And she just said, do you really want to know? Which is basically she saying, she just told you, she just told you. No, it's not. Did, honey, honey, did you cheat on me? Do you want me to, do you want me to answer <laughs> uh, that? You're like, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was like, no. And then a few hours later, I came downstairs again. And I was like, yes, I do want to know. Please. She's like. Well, your dad and I are the ones that buy the presents, but the spirit of Santa is real and all that stuff. And then I have two younger brothers. One is four years younger than me. One is eight years younger than me. So for quite a while, we still did the Santa thing. But hey, you benefited for multiple years. And even after we all were aware that Santa wasn't real, my parents would still put out Santa gifts. Because that's the best part of Christmas. Absolutely it is. It's We always do all of our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve at my oh, you do? aunt or cousin's house. And then Christmas morning is when you open up the Santa presents. Oh, okay. There are some good... I'll, I'll go through the McKinney family archives. There's some pretty funny videos of us opening presents yeah. and presents that we get and stuff like that. Oh, yes. My dad had that huge VHS camcorder Same. My, yes. where the light attached to that thing was like you're being interrogated. Phil McKinney had a camcorder so large that he was filming one of my childhood plays and a child walked up to him and said, excuse me, mister, are you with the news? <laughs> He's like, no. He's just like, a proud dad, son. He's just very proud. <laughs> yeah. The, the camera That's was amazing. humongous. And you, you kept it in a carrying case yes. that looked like the nuclear codes yes. that they carry around with and the president. And in the, a full-size VHS tape full-size went tape. in the camcorder. My, and then, I love my sister, shout out, who listens, but they got a video camera to film their daughter. And she's like, where does the tape go? <laughs> and it's a, it's like a flash drive or, you know, a little flash yeah. goes in there. But she's like, where, where's like, the tape? Uh, technology is caught up with this, Shannon. <laughs> it's a great God bless her. I love her. Are you with the news? Are you with the news, mister? Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, Christmas morning stuff, too. It's interesting how everyone has a different way they do Christmas morning or Christmas Eve. Like, y'all open your presents Christmas Eve. We never did that. We would open, like, one present just Mm because we bugged the shit out of my parents to open something. Got to. But then everything was Christmas morning, but we would come downstairs and... 
they would have the Santa presents set up. We each had like a little designated spot area. in the living room and they wouldn't be wrapped. Oh. And so those were the big, those were like your big presents. The big ticket items. Yes. So we do those first and we do stockings and then we would do all the wrapped presents. But Tommy, they also had like the big unwrapped Santa presents, but then they would have presents wrapped under the tree that also said they were from Santa. Same. But then um, he said that he and his sister would be like, why is all the wrapping paper the same? Burn. And I think I did that too with my mom. Of like, this wrapping paper from Santa is the same as that you gave your sister, la- you know, yeah. gave my aunt last night. Yeah. So you start to catch on. As a yeah. Kid. My mom would also pick the good candy that she likes. And she would be like, that's gross candy that Santa left for you. She let me have it. And it's like on video of her being like, just save all those dark chocolates and put them over here. They're, you don't like those. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing that my parents didn't do. My mom did have a death pinch, and my dad used to say, I will mash your mouth, which I don't know <laughs> to this day what that meant. I guess punch me in the mouth. He never would have done that, I though. I think he would take his fingers and smush it up so you couldn't oh, talk anymore. Oh, I've usually was just like, I guess he means he's going to hit me in the mouth. Yeah, whatever it was, you knew to shut up. Well, and also I knew, I was like, you're not going to hit me in the mouth. <laughs> no. You love me. But they never were like, you know, if you're good, Santa's going to leave you presents. But if you're bad, you know, you may want to think about writing us a letter from hell because you're going to get swept away by the evil Krampus. <laughs> yeah. I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And this week we are talking about Santa's evil sidekick, Krampus. I like to think that it's a, it's a relationship of equals. Yeah, I think they're. I, don't think I read something where it was like, uh, some say they're brothers. And I'm like, oh, what well, a nice you know origin story that is. <laughs> or wasn't that a horrible origin story that Mother Nicholas births a regular yes. baby and then out comes a goat demon? It's kind of like uh, Satan mm-hmm. gets kicked out of heaven. Correct. This is kind of the same type of folklore we're dealing with. But they're kind of palling around together. Oh, yeah. Like, Santa I don't and feel Krampus like are friends. Jesus and the devil don't, like, go out for mm, lattes. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe they're, they're secret lovers and they do. <laughs> well, I was going to say, or I think, isn't that in one of the, oh, it's in Job in the Bible where the, apparently they're having a conversation and the devil's like, I bet if you fucked with that guy, he would not love you. And God's like... I'm going to show you. So maybe they do pal around. <laughs> it's Maybe it's like a, they're not friends, they're colleagues. They're frenemies. They're frenemies. <laughs> yes. What it Jesus is. and Satan. Gotta the be. first frenemy. So who or what is Krampus? In Central European folklore, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure described as half goat, half demon, who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. He can mostly be found in the Alpine regions of Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic. Excellent. Kind of sounds like maybe Goatman's cousin. It sounds like Goatman's more successful cousin. He's the Balky in this situation. (laughs) And uh, my gosh, I just referenced Perfect Strangers the other day. I was obsessed with that as a kid. It was such a good show. And the person I referenced it to had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, if you're wa- if you're listening, watch Perfect Strangers. It was on Nick at Night back in the day. I'm sure so it was good. on like TGIF too. And it was about Larry. I think it was on TGIF. Larry was like a mild-mannered like architect. Or something. I don't remember what he did. But he was just a regular guy in the mm-hmm. U.S. And his unknown cousin, Balky, came from Eastern Europe mm-hmm. and like had all these hilarious customs. Fantastic. Played by Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Pinchot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So this is I feel like, yeah, Larry, Goatman is Larry yeah. and Krampus is Balky. And he's <laughs> yes. wild. He's wild. He's got all kinds of his own he's things. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Got some great stories. Yeah. Well, known as Santa's dark companion, Krampus is described as a large, hairy beast with cloven hooves. Sometimes one hoof and one human foot. Those pictures are very weird. Yes. He's, he's uh, got one of each. There's a lot of artist rendering of <laughs> Krampus that are questionable. Questionable and uh, unsettling They're is disturbing. the word I would use. Yes. He also has goat horns, a long pointed lolling tongue, and fangs. He carries chains, which have hanging bells of various sizes that are meant to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church, which he likes to thrash about for dramatic effect. So he has a flair for the dramatic. I like that he had the tongue throws me off because it makes me think of uh, 
Nightmare Before Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. the Freddy. I think it's number four. It's hard. Oh, like, Dream Warriors. Isn't the one Tommy's favorite? The tongue like goes around someone. I think we've referenced this before. Apparently, it's made a very big impact on me as a kid. Oh, I think it is Dream Warriors that that happens. With yeah. the tongue like wraps yeah. around somebody. But also the chains. I like it because I ride a motorcycle and that's like a yeah. thing to like carry around chains and yeah. whack people with them. Oh, and you shake really? your chains. Yeah, they have these whip chains that hang off the handlebars. That it's like a long rope with a hard piece of metal. At the, all metal is hard, but the piece of metal at the end. And if a car is driving too close to you. You, you oh. can whip the chain; it'll shatter their window. What? I've never seen or heard of those. If you see, you'll now you, that you know now what I'll you're looking it, for. Yeah. It's not tassels, but it hangs off of the handlebars, all, almost all the way to the ground. And then, like I said, if a car gets too close to me, you whip your whip over there. What happens if you smash their windshield? Then you keep on riding, baby. You shouldn't have been so close to me. <laughs> what? But I mean, that was my question when I first. You can get like sued or, or oh, it's very that, illegal. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, oh, it's okay. highly. I didn't. It's not highly. like an unwritten rule that like, well, uh, the motorcycle the right away, sir. So you saw they had whip too chains. Too bad for you. Don't move over. Also, you shouldn't be texting and driving. No, when I first saw one of those, I was like horrified. So much like Krampus is just a biker. Now, now oh, I like Krampus him even more. Krampus is definitely a biker. Dude. He definitely has a leather jacket with some sort of biker gang. Like a decal on the back. Yeah. He's got one hoof on the gas pedal and one (laughs) human foot on the brake. He is the ultimate ride or die. (laughs) God. Well, he also carries bundles of birch branches known as rootin that he uses to swat naughty children. I like a good Christmas beating. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? In Styria, a state in southeast Austria, Krampus delivers gold-painted rootin to parents who display them in their houses year-round to remind children to behave. I like that. It's just, it's like an elf on a shelf, but much worse (laughs) consequences. Yeah. My grandparents, though they they used this one time, and my grandfather reportedly went into the bedroom and cried afterwards. (laughs) But they had a paddle hanging on their wall with holes drilled into it. Like a fraternity. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it was just, it was like given to them as a joke. But it was also, like, clearly hung in the living room where you were like, huh, well, that paddle's just there, so maybe I don't mouth off today. (laughs) Maybe we'll leave Grandpa alone. That's like that house we toured. Christy, you guys, a quick aside, Christy is a very good friend because when browsing for houses, she went with me to make sure they weren't haunted. One one kind of was. One definitely was. Yeah. But then that one house had a gun over the fireplace and a picture of a grandpa from way back when that was a boxer. So I like to think it was kind of a threatening thing. Yeah, yeah. And it said, like, boxing champion, like, oh, maybe an old man. (laughs) But I'll take this birch off the wall and I'll whip your ass with it. One also had a tree in the backyard that looked like a giant butt. Which I pointed and out, was, which was very helpful. That was the haunted house. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was, was haunted and had a big old butt tree. <laughs> so yeah, I like displaying uh, your future punishment yeah. on the wall of like oh, I was a vague boxer. threats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, in Croatia, if a child receives a gift from Saint Nicholas, he is given a golden branch to represent his good deeds. But if he was bad. Krampus takes the gifts and leaves a silver branch in its place. This is the best Krampus story because not only I think stealing gifts is even worse than just never having gotten them. Oh, yeah. Well, it's true. Cause Santa, Especially if you've opened it and you know what it was. Oh, man, I wanted this Nintendo Switch not so fast. Yes. I'll give you a Switch with a rootin'. <laughs> In addition to swatting kids on the legs with a bundle of sticks. I like that he in for the legs, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the... You, you can't get away from it. And you're just jumping around, like, trying to Hitting your it. shin is, like, so uh, painful. Well, he also wears a bag strapped to his back so mm-hmm. he can cart off the especially evil children. This is kidnapping bag. It is said that these poor unfortunate souls are drowned eaten or transported straight to hell God, (laughs) which is things have taken a turn okay he was at first he was just stealing gifts and leaving some bundles of sticks now he's eating you and taking you down to the depths of hell (laughs) drug away from your yeah how bad do you have to be to be transported to hell yeah if you live in a country that believes in krampus will you please write us and tell us yeah. like, what transgressions like stealing is bad enough to get you or do you have to like cheat on a school board or is it something as menial as like you said a uh, fuck and you're in kindergarten when you weren't supposed to were you saying fucking kindergarten probably i had a mouth like a sailor i said do. damn one time i got in trouble no i don't think in kindergarten but i know i was 
I had a very interesting vocabulary come middle school. I was the first kid in our middle school because I was from the wrong side of the tracks in the elementary school. <laughs> and then they built a fancy middle school and then all the fancy houses fed into that middle school. And then my one trash school fed into that middle school. And I was the first and only kid that said, like, fuck to all mm. these very Baptist wealthy children. I got seven Bibles for Christmas. <laughs> from your friends? From my friends. They all give me Bibles. Wow. And I was like. That is seven too many, if you ask me. I got home and I was like, what do I do with these moms? Like, I don't know, throw them in the trash. I was like, I can't. I was just like, I feel weird about throwing a Bible in the trash. So I think we donated them. Oh, that's the nice thing to do. I also would have felt weird about that, even though it means nothing to me. It just feels weird. I think I'd feel weird about throwing any gift in the trash. It's a gift, yeah. I just re-gifted it to... Oh, that's... Yeah, there you go. So let's talk about Krampus Knot or Krampus Knight. Krampus Knot. Is that German? Krampus Nocht. There we go. There it is. That's Scottish, but yeah. It's mm, it sounded better than mine, though. On December 5th, the eve of the Feast of St. Nicholas is known as Krampus Nacht or Krampus Night. On this night, the sound of Krampus's cloven hooves and rattling chains can be heard echoing throughout the streets as he and St. Nick visit the homes of the local children. If the children have been good that year... St. Nick leaves them sweets and treats in their wooden shoes they have left out for him. However, if they have been bad, Krampus will leave them coal and beat them with the rootin'. One of the things I read was that Krampus makes his round after St. Nicholas. And again, the reason why all of these legends are different is because they grew up in the Alpine regions of Eastern Europe where the villages are kind of separated by mountains. And so there's a legend that you hear in one village and then you take it home and you sort of have to make it up because it was all passed through oral tradition and stuff. And it wasn't until like the 1800s they started drawing pictures. But one of the Krampus legends was that St. Nicholas goes around and gives you treats unless you're bad. And he leaves coal and the coal is a symbol to Krampus of like, beat this kid. And I was like, St. Nicholas, you fucking snitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's the ultimate cock block. He's like, show, he's like, hey, here's some kids for you. Yeah. You might want to steal See, this they one. are in cahoots. They're, They're working cahoots. together. They're, They're working together. Well, again, if you've been especially bad that year, Krampus is going to toss you in that bag of his <laughs> for a late night tasty snack. Or maybe he just sends you straight to hell. God. Whatever he's in the mood to do. I do like that it's the ultimate reward is some candy in your boot. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate punishment is damnation yeah. for eternity. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's a roller coaster holiday really for these is. kids. Krampus Nacht is also a night for grown men to just drink way too much, Hell yeah. dress up as Krampus, and parade throughout the streets, playfully terrorizing children by chasing them around and swatting their legs with sticks. Did you review? Did you read that review of a traveler yes. on TripAdvisor where she said <laughs> she's like all of a sudden a horde of people started running behind us and we were just hitting yeah strangers in the legs. And, and she said some people didn't know what was going on and they just ran in fear into like shops and, and that would just make the Krampus men want them more until they would just chase them down. <laughs> Can you imagine you're just trying to vacation in Austria and it just happens to be on December Krampus 5th? Knocked. <laughs> There's a there was a Krampus run in Dallas recently, and my favorite coworker and his wife were going to dinner, and they didn't realize that it was Krampus Knocks. Oh god! And he was like, parking was horrible, so their reservation was about to start. So he let his wife out, you know, down the oh block, and then oh he's god. driving around. And meanwhile, she's calling him, and she's like, "There are devils in the street." There are devils in the <laughs> she's just running down the street. All these drunk guys and Krampus Max. He couldn't are find chasing. parking. He left. He drove home. It had left her for the devil. No, oh god! No, he and went back now to uh, no one's heard from her. No. That just seems like mortifying, though. Yeah. To just be chased and hit by strangers. Yes. They also said another uh, earlier version of Krampus Knocked involved p- people dressing up like Krampus and going door to door, ringing the doorbell and giving candy to people. Well, see, that's doesn't that's two different things. It's like reverse trick. That one all that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, each year, more than twelve hundred Austrians gather in Schladming Styria. For the annual Krampus festivities. I want to go. I would be into that. And I want to be a Krampus, though. I don't want to be one of the people getting hit. I want to be somebody doing the hit. I would like to be a hitter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Same. Well, the origin of Krampus. Krampus is derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. He is said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology. Krampus also shares some characteristics with other scary demonic creatures in Greek mythology, like the satyrs and fawns. Satyrs and fawns are both described as a humanoid that is half human and half goat. 
They're basically the same thing, except satyrs are Greek and fauns are Roman. Oh, it's like the planets have names in Greek and Roman, right? The planets? Isn't it like Jupiter is actually, I don't know, there's some name. It translates. <laughs> to, to It's a Greek name? I don't know enough about all that. <laughs> you can edit that out. Me either. Me either. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to think. I think I can name all the planets. I don't think I can name them in order of how they are. Oh, and the, oh no. You, can really? you, you sound so sad <laughs> for me. <laughs> Isn't it? It is. It goes Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Pluto. Well, Pluto's no longer a planet. I don't recognize I know. That. Little baby Pluto. There's no take backs. You, no. No. There's Keep no the takes- planet and let's just leave it at that. That's mean. I do know Earth is the third. That's I third rock that. from the Sunday yeah. TV show. Yes. That's why I know also it. a very funny show. That's why I know that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that is the order of them. Hey, you know what? I feel proud of myself. You I got, should. I got a C in college astronomy. Oh, you know what? Me too. I signed up for that class. I thought it was the class be... was hard as fuck. Thank you. It was all math. I thought it was yeah. going to be a lot of cool Neil deGrasse Tyson esque nope. planet shit. A ton of math. It was so much math. Yeah, lots of math. Lots and lots of math. But yeah, these sound like a bunch of damn goat men. These Krampuses. <laughs> They're. Half human, half goat is a very popular yeah crossover, uh, and just like folklore and myth throughout. Have you seen the, the half years. horse, half zebra that's at the taco stand in downtown Dallas? <laughs> what is it real? <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing. Yeah, it just hangs out there. Well, if you've ever been to Fuel City in Dallas, oh, is this at Fuel City? Oh yeah, behind it, uh, behind the neon sign that says "Where Dreams Come True." <laughs> The taco Which stand is ap- appropriate. Where I and my sister may or may not have assisted in a robbery. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I remember accident. you telling this story. Um, there's a big area back there with horses and cows and a half. I think it's a half horse, half zebra. It could be a half mule, half what zebra. What is it called? An abomination to the Lord because <laughs> either... A mule was held down while a zebra buck mounted her, uh, or a lithe zebra woman was held down while a mule or horse mounted her. Either or, way. Or they fell in love. Yeah, I'd like it was to think that that's love. what happened. I yeah. bet it was. I'm trying to... A zorse? Yeah, I like that. Amoebra? Amoebra? A malibra? <laughs> I don't know. It's something. But go to Fuel City. Get you some Elote. Yeah, you should. Fuel City is amazing. If you're horse. if you're not from Dallas and you come to Dallas, Fuel City is an experience. It's a giant gas station. That they sells, have a DJ. There's a DJ. And they have tacos. And it's very good. Mm-hmm. And up the street is a frozen daiquiri stand called Daiquiri's to Go. Yep. Get great. you a daiquiri. Number 19. The Suck Me Dry. Highly recommend. Woo! Very good. What's in that one? Uh, it's a Rum Runner Hurricane oh, Mai nice. Tai mix. Oh, shit. For an extra dollar, they'll put a shot of Everclear in it. The oh, first few always sucks, throw in the extra dollar. I mean, like, the first few sips ta- sort of taste like Dimetap, but then after that, <laughs> Once it you is get past it. Very good. Once you, you're no, your lips are numbed a bit, <laughs> it's, everything's <laughs> smooth sailing. Exactly. While the exact origin of Krampus is unknown, it is believed that he predates Christianity. In a 1958 article... Maurice Bruce wrote, There seems to be little doubt as to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so well preserved. The birch, apart from its phallic significance, may have connection with the initiation rites of certain witch covens, rites which entail binding and scourging as a form of mock death. The chains could have been introduced in a Christian attempt to, quote, bind the devil. But again, they could be a remnant of pagan initiation rites. In 1975, anthropologist John J. Honigman wrote that Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. Mass devils acting boisterously and making nuisances of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 16th century, while animal masked devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays. Austrians believe Krampus derived from a pagan supernatural who was assimilated to the Christian devil. So he's been around for a while. He's an old school. Yeah, he is. He's an OG. He's OG. For sure. He's OG. As an alpine tradition, Europeans have been exchanging Krampus greeting cards, known as Krampus cotton, Krampus cotton since the 1800s. On them, Krampus is often seen punishing children or perusing buxom women. Oh, pursuing he's, a, he's pursuing buxom women? He's, he's a bit of a horn dog. It seems like it. It seems like he's wanting to beat the kids and get them out of the way so he can get at the hot oh, milk. Oh, maybe that's what it is. 
He can also be found cozying up to his jolly sidekick, Santa. Santa's in it for the cookies. Krampus mm. is in it for the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> He's chasing tail. It's his tongue, you guys. If you, We'll post pictures on the cookies Instagram. Cookies and coochies. Dude. That's their two-person improv show. And Santa's like, oh, Krampus, you're so, you're insufferable. And Krampus is like, give me that ass. <laughs> That's what I want. That's basically Heather in a Krampus voice. <laughs> I like it. I think that's what, that in my head. That's what Krampus has always sounded He's like, like. Oh yeah, ladies. <laughs> oh, you know who? I think Krampus is like MC Scat Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of from the Paul yeah. Abdul. We that's it. the second week in a row we've referenced Cool World. Or no, wait, MC something Scat Cat is just similar. Something Paul Abdul has been in though with animation. Was she in Cool World? Yeah, wasn't she? I don't remember. I think that's we talked about this. We're last gonna get week. complaints about inaccuracy oh, of God. research. Now Here that we, we go. said Paul Abdul's in Here cool comes world. an iTunes review where we zero didn't, stars. Get the, didn't get it right. Zero stars. Well, not everyone is a Krampus fan. Not surprisingly, from 1934 to 1938, Austria was under fascist rule. That's no fun. And he was a symbol of sin, anti-Christian ideals, and social democrats. Well, then fuck yeah, give me some Krampus. Mm-hmm. The newspaper of the Austrian Catholic Union called for a Krampus boycott, Ugh. and the government of Leans forbade Krampus dances. I think, too, they were fascist, and maybe they just banned all dances. Yeah, yeah. They also pledged to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him. I like to believe this is if they saw the real Krampus. Yeah. And they all believed in Krampus and not just people that were dressed up like Yeah, Krampus. they were like, you can dress up. That's fine. It's like, uh, if we see Santa this year, we will be arresting him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, there's thousands of him <laughs> descended upon all of the cities. Which one are we going to arrest? Which one's the real Santa? Uh, Which that's... one's the real Krampus? You'll know him by one human foot and one clue. <laughs> and he's dancing with Paul Abdul in the yes, music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's uh, got a rock hard boner. <laughs> God. <laughs> in 1953, the head of the Vienna kindergarten system published a pamphlet calling him, quote, an evil man and warning parents that celebrating him could scar their children for life. It's 1953. Yeah. You are the head of the city of Vienna kindergarten <laughs> yeah, what system. What a job, first of all. I'll publish a pamphlet and <laughs> yeah. tell everyone about the dangers of yeah. Krampus. Yes. But that's my question is he had pamphlet publishing power? I guess so. That's a very powerful position yeah. as a head of all of kindergarten. Also, I think that um, while Santa is not anywhere near as violent as Krampus, it could still maybe, there's some potential for scarring your children. The idea for... that a fat man comes in your house without <laughs> yeah. warning? Yeah. Yeah, and just leaves you things and then you gotta sit on his lap to tell him what you want. Also, not to mention the harmfulness of like, if your family is poor yeah. and your friends are like, I got an iPad for Christmas. Santa yeah. loves me a lot. And like, look, it sucks. I, I read this, dick. I read this article actually, cause I've always felt weird. I think I've talked about this of just the idea of Santa like presenting it to Ella because while we all do it and all of us are fine, like, it's weird to lie to your kid about something for years that they get so excited about. But True. in your heart, you know that you're lying to them. And it's just <laughs> you have to look them dead in the eye and pretend that this is all real. But then this article I read, it was like one of the reasons this family didn't do Santa was for that, that they didn't want at school for kids to be like, well, I got an iPad and other kids to be like, well, I didn't I get anything. And then it's like. Was I not good enough for Santa to bring me these things? No, it's just that's how fucking society works and your parents don't make as much money as the other yeah. kids' parents. But when you believe in something like that, you don't know it's really your parents. It is kind of a mind fuck. You think that you're cursed. Yeah. Or I, you're like, maybe if I just had been better, I would have gotten the Nintendo I wanted. No, I'm going to tell my kids, put your shoes out. We'll put candy in it. <laughs> and if not, you're going to get taken away by a devil man. Yeah. And that way, when they don't get taken away by a devil man, they'll be pleasantly surprised. Yes. You know who bought you all those presents? Mom did, because she has a kick-ass job. <laughs> and the best present of all is that you're still here and didn't get eaten. Exactly. You get to have Christmas morning breakfast with us because you're not in the depths of hell <laughs> with Krampus, your new friend. Even as recent as 2006, an Austrian child psychologist argued that the violent and demonic imagery associated with Krampus celebrations was not suitable for children and there should be a ban on Krampus. I just don't understand these psychologists with their mumbo jumbo saying that threatening your kids with violence is some sort of a harmful Sounds thing. Sounds like a bunch of hippie bullshit if you <laughs> ask me. Are you going to teach Ella about Krampus? Uh, 
Probably not. I won't teach her to believe in it, but I will teach much like all religions. I'll be like, here's something that some people believe. Here's a thing. We don't believe this, but here's something that some do. So you think you'll do Santa? Yeah. Just because our therapist was like, do you really want her to be the kid that doesn't get Oh, that's Santa? right. You told me that. That's right. That's right. Do <laughs> you want her to be the one kid at school that's like, this is all a crap? Yeah. They're like, all right, Ella, boring. <laughs> yeah. Rude. And then we're like, why don't you have any friends? I don't know. I was just telling everyone how Santa's a crock and uh, <laughs> you're the Christmas Grinch. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I guess that's why you don't get invited to anybody's birthday party. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's our kid that everyone hates. Great. Well, after World War II and the fall of the government, the tradition of Krampus was revived. And in the past few years, Krampus has seen a huge resurgence due to people wanting to celebrate Christmas in non-traditional ways. Well, there you go. He's coming back. A writer for the Christian Science Monitor said, Some in the U.S. see him as an alternative to the overly commercial, cheer-filled version of Christmas, balancing out the constant reminder that this is the season of giving. <laughs> I love that. Like, we need... Fuck all of us for thinking this is the season of giving. You know, it's the season of giving an ass-whooping if you've been bad. <laughs> now go to your room. Some complain the Krampus is becoming too commercialized due to movies. It's very trendy. TV episodes and themed parties and parades. Krampus is, if there's a 5K themed around it, yeah. it's too trendy. Yeah. Well, there are Santa themed races too. Santa's too trendy. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. Do away with all of it. He's too cool. We need a new one. Krampus purists fear. Okay. <laughs> Say that sentence again. <laughs> Krampus purists fear this has caused him to lose his edge. He's a freaking sellout. <laughs> Krampus used to be, he used to beat your yeah. kids and I knew. composer Krampus. Krampus beat my kids before anyone knew about him. <laughs> yeah, we put that on a t-shirt. If you want to check out the Hollywood depiction of Krampus, here are some opportunities. 2013 American Dad episode, Minstrel Krampus. I got a hot take. That show sucks. American I Dad? Said it. Yeah. I actually was just thinking about American Dad yesterday, probably because I was researching Krampus. Austin Guttery, a friend of the podcast, yes. host Hello, of Austin. Super Gamecast 64, which I think I'm going to do uh, another guest spot nice. on. Nice. He loves American Dad. Oh, and he, Austin. No, but he had me watch, I think, later episodes, and it is, it's a pretty good well, show. Well, I mean, to be fair, I haven't watched it in years, so maybe, is it still on? I don't... Oh, that's a great question. I doubt it. It's on Hulu, so I don't know if it's okay. still airing. Well, yeah, I haven't watched it in But that's 2013. Years. They were ahead of the curve on the Krampus trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were setting the bar high. Also in 2013, Krampus, the Christmas Devil, followed in 2016 by the sequel, Krampus, the Devil Returns. Oh, God. Did you watch either of these? I did not see these. I did read reviews on all of these. This one did not get very good reviews. Oh, I'm, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. Wow. I'm surprised Isn't that it a, shocking? a Krampus sequel didn't get five stars. No. 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. No. What were some of the... In, do you remember any of those? Um, I think this is the one that said it was the most poorly choreographed bar fight in cinema history. Oh, no. So probably watch it for that and that All alone. Right. In 2015, we have Krampus the Reckoning. And also in 2015, we just have Krampus, uh, with starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette. I did watch this. Okay, Adam over Scott's the from Parks and Rec. I love yes. him. He's also in Party Down. He's he's a he's good. He's great. Yeah, he's in a lot. Uh, Tony Collette recently she's, in Hereditary. Very <laughs> great actress. She's an acclaimed, award-winning yes. actress. What is this show? It it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. And okay. that is my uh, IMDb review of Krampus. Can you give me a brief rundown of the sure. plot? So um, there's a little boy that believes in Santa. He loves Christmas. He Sounds like he's ripe for a beating. Yeah. He wants his whole family to uh, get along better. So he's the son of Adam Scott and Tony Collette. And... Then he has a sister that's just a typical angsty teen that she just wants to be texting her boyfriend all the time instead of participating in family stuff. But then there's the German grandmother that lives with them that only speaks in German. I'm into this. She she speaks in German to the little boy. He understands everything she says, but al always replies in English. Okay. Which, at this point in the movie, I thought to myself, I wonder if the director told him if he knows what she's actually saying or if he just knows his lines to reply to her that's true like did he know the translation he just memorized it yeah so he's super into christmas he wants everyone else to be into christmas but you know the family's busy the parents have to work a lot they've kind of fallen out of touch with each other the teenage daughter like she's just typical teenage daughter 
he still believes in Santa. So then the cousins show up, and the dad is David Koechner, and the mom is... Who? Allison Tolman. Allison David Kegner's from Anchorman. Yes. He's yes. the guy with the hat, the cowboy hat in yes. Anchorman. Uh, very funny. They're, they they bring a lot to this. They've got like a bunch of kids that are very funny. One of them is just this chubby little boy that I don't think ever speaks and he just eats the entire time. So this is a comedy movie? Um, There are funny moments. Okay. I would say it's a dark comedy. Okay. Yeah. But then at some point things take a turn and it doesn't really become funny anymore okay. it's just kind of dark it's horrible yeah so the the cousins come they're all mean to the little boy they make fun of him because he still believes in santa and because he wrote this letter to santa what a nerd and they steal his santa letter out of his pocket <gasps> and at christmas dinner they read it in front of everyone making fun of him but jokes on them because it's very sad and yes this is the part in krampus where christy cried because <laughs> they because it was like dear santa my All family. I want for Christmas is for my parents to fall in love again. <gasps> and for, I don't remember the sister's name. Let's call her Jane. And for Jane and I to talk like we used to. Oh. And I'd even like for Uncle blah, 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 and Aunt blah, 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 for things not to be as hard for them as they have been this year. So it was like super sweet. And they make fun of him. And he goes upstairs and he rips up his letter to Santa and throws it out the window and this cold breeze and snow blows in, so you know something's happening. And then the next day, a crazy blizzard has taken out the town. Everyone's power is out. Nobody has any kind of phone, cell service, anything. And then Krampus starts to come to town. Hell yeah. <laughs> All these snowmen start appearing in their yard. Like they Dwight's true. They just keep multiplying. <laughs> they just keep multiplying. The best part, though, is like... The teenage daughter is trying to text her boyfriend, and she can't get a hold of him because there's no cell service. It is the craziest blizzard you've ever seen outside. And she's like, can I just walk down the street to see if Darren's okay? And Adam Scott's like, sure, honey, that'll be fine. Oh, God. And they let her go. Well, she gets attacked by Krampus. Spoiler. Yeah. And then things start to get crazy. Krampus goes on a bit of a spree. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the end, they all come together. And they're like, and we should have been so mean to that kid who has feelings. Yeah, but there's a twist. And oh, I'm God. not going to spoil the very it. end. But Don't spoil it. So there's some fun moments. Um, of all of the Krampus movies, I did read it was the best one. And they clearly have a bigger budget than the other ones. Yeah. Because the other ones are apparently very bad. I think they were trying to capitalize on the Krampus idea. Like, uh, the trend. Yes. Also in 2015, we talked about how we really want to see this, A Christmas Horror Story starring William Shatner. I have watched this movie. You have seen it? Oh, I have seen it. I love William Shatner. It's an anthology movie (laughs) where that means there's like 10 to 15 to 20 minute mini movies in it Mm -hmm. strung together by William Shatner, who is a DJ who's DJing on Christmas Eve and getting drunk. Wow. And I think he's like related to some of the people in the anthologies. It's the same. There's also a Halloween in real life or in the movie. No, no, no. In the movie. Oh, okay. And it's like his, you see a family and the girl of the family, the mom of the family is his daughter something like that. It's connected. Um, if you fast forward like five minutes, if you don't want this to get spoiled, but also save yourself two hours of your life watching this and listen to my spoiler. So there's a couple of, um, where one was like a changeling and, and they shoot the mom in the head. It's very violent, but, uh, or the mom shoots the kid. It's cause the kid's actually like a devil child. It's real weird. But the Krampus Santa one is Krampus is like, he looks like a Yeti. He's white mm-hmm. fur, tall, and has the horns and they're fighting each other and a mall security guard comes with a gun and shoots them Uh and saves everyone from the attack between Krampus and Santa. Uh But then the cops come, they wake up the mall security guard. He was having like a fever dream and like killed a bunch of people. It is horrifying. (laughs) So first of all, it takes a turn and it's, there's no Krampus. There's no Santa. There's just sad gun violence. Oh God. It's horrible. And I hate those movies. Like some kind of commentary on what's going on in today's world. Heavy handed commentary. But yeah, it's one of those anthology movies. And our my friend Frank from Watermelon, also our New Jersey expert on Instagram, yes. was doing movie reviews. And I was like, you should watch this. And later he's like, Heather made me watch this. I said, I suggested gently that you watch it. You chose to sit through that. So for everyone listening, I'm not recommending this no. movie. But it's, it's uh, an interesting take on Krampus. Yeah. Well, 
I also haven't seen 2016's Krampus Unleashed, but I'm going to guess it's also an interesting take. I mean... All of these have their own take on Krampus. How many more Krampus movies do we need? That uh, Probably none, honestly. Okay. I, think, I think we've got, a, got We're enough. Good. We're good. Well, regardless how you feel about Krampus, just remember what Stephen Colbert said. The next time someone tells you season's greetings instead of Merry Christmas, remind them that Krampus knows when they're naughty, when they're nice, and when they're showering alone. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So well. It's a good way to, th- to keep your kids in line is just threaten them. I think that's kind of how Santa's used by a lot of parents, too. Like, well, you know, if you misbehave, Santa's watching. So if you misbehave, you're not going to get that truck you wanted this year. It's a question, I think, of uh, how you measure system of justice generally as far as not like the criminal justice system but do you have a retributive sort of lifestyle where it's or mm. sort of concept where you're like oh if you do a bad thing you're punished or a reward sort of lifestyle yeah. where if you do a good thing you're rewarded like glass and, half full half empty kind that's of true thing. and yeah. they've just done studies on like kids that if you negatively if you use negative reinforcement it actually isn't as helpful as positive reinforcement and like spankings aren't Oh, God. Spankings are terrible. Do not spank your kids. There's so much research that shows there's nothing good that comes of it. And there's a lot of bad and negative that comes. And you can end up like Christy's grandpa crying in the other room feeling (laughs) guilty about what he's done. (laughs) My grandfather was the nicest man alive and the gentlest man. He probably tapped me on the bum like the the littlest tap ever. Felt such a horrible man. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so using Krampus as, like, negative reinforcement, yeah. I think it's, I think that psychologist is right. There's also it's that study that was harmful. done with, I believe it was a high school football team mm-hmm. there where they would watch the tape back. And instead of all the negative things being point out, pointed out to them by their coach where they could improve, he pointed out all the positive things that they did and where they succeeded. And by making that change, they started to like win and went on this streak where they just won and won because they felt good about themselves and wanted to do things to please their coach instead of feeling scared that they were going to let him down. Yes. And like being motivated by fear versus being motivated by like be, uh, someone being proud yeah, of you. Exactly. It also, I, it always also makes me think of the idea of like power of positive thinking or mm-hmm. putting good vibes out there and put in like creating that, alternate reality where if you just think like oh god i'm gonna fail i'm gonna fail i'm gonna fail like i'm gonna be bad and krampus is gonna take me away i'm gonna be bad then and he krampus will is gonna take and you away. Bye. then he will then yeah. you're gonna get kidnapped <laughs> then you will but uh, but to your point if you think good things happen to positive people or positive thing positive people are positive because good things happen to them but it's like they're hand in hand. Yeah. The things are happening to those people because they put that good out there mm-hmm. and that's rewarded like positive thinking you're rewarded with positive reinforcement your husband told me to read uh the inner game of tennis oh yeah that's a good book it's a book about even if you don't play tennis it's interesting and Mm -hmm. it's about visualization and Mm -hmm. it applies to performing or public speaking we recommend it to improv students all the time yeah and it's about basically visualizing yourself rather than thinking of all the millions of rules and things that you could be doing wrong visualizing yourself doing it right yeah doing it properly it's just like meditation or any kind of visualization or chaos magic I told you my most recent visualization that I think of every day. Well, me on the toilet. (laughs) Yes. No. (laughs) And uh, no, of of how one day I want us to be asked to be on a panel at CrimeCon. Yes. I was trying to think of how to phrase it. Be on a panel at CrimeCon. I want to be on a panel. So that's that's what I try and visualize now. Yeah. And then, I mean, one day it will happen because we're putting this out there. The psychic of Cheryl the Andrea. Cheryl Andrea told us, so was saying to the crowd, though, like, yeah, if you put negative ideas out there or you put that out there, it actually can consciously, subconsciously, if you don't believe in psychic or visualization or whatever, you can still kind of set yourself up for failure. If you think of horrible things happening all the time, you may subconsciously cause those horrible You're things. You're just to manifesting happen. your own destiny, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, there's one other friend of Santa that oh, I want to cover that I love so much. Bell Snickle. Bell Snickle. Bell Snickle from one of the best office episodes. So good. <laughs> Cheer off here. Bell Snickle is here. Well, I judge your year to be impish. <laughs> Bell Snickle, similar to Krampus, is lore of Palatinate, Germany, Pennsylvania, and the eastern coast of Canada. 
Belschnickel visits at Christmas and hands out gifts or punishments, which we all remember Dwight doing. And also, Phyllis is like, can I just keep this bowl? And he's like, no, the bowl is not the gift. (laughs) In some regions, the figure is dressed as female and known as the Christmas woman. While this may sound wholesome and inviting, it is merely disguised in female clothing with cloth wrapped around the head and face. Belschnickel carries sweets and cakes, a charmed wand, but also a long switch used to swat the naughty. See, I think what Santa's missing that all these others have is the violence aspect. <laughs> and it's a switch to beat children with. Yeah, he just uses his hands like like the OG that he oh, is. That's true. Yeah, maybe Santa just backhands you. Mm-hmm. That's not in any. It's not in any of the lore because if you say, say it, he'll come back and get you again. <laughs> or he just has those elves do it. <laughs> Because none of these other they come ones... and push you up against your car. You're not going to tell anybody about what Santa did, are you? And they're like, no, I swear to God, no. Oh my God, I was watching this. I put on this Christmas movie for Ella today. It was on Netflix. I think it was called Santa's Companion or something like that. And it was animated. It was a cartoon. It was the saddest slash darkest fucking thing. It's all about how Santa can't do his job anymore. So then he goes to an orphanage and takes this little boy to become the oh, next gosh. Santa. But none of the kids at the orphanage know where they're... They just think that he's been kidnapped <laughs> and people don't know where he's gone. But he's in the North Pole. Like, But Santa's like criticizing him and telling him he's not doing a good enough job. If and the Santa little boy's a- like, I guess I just never do a good enough job and that's why I can't find a family. Oh, God. Is, I was like, what are we watching? This is awful. What was that resolution? Became, I don't know. I turned it off because I couldn't deal with it anymore. That's too horrifying. Well, yeah. I like if you haven't watched the episode of The Office where Dwight is Belschnickel, it's very good. It's very funny. It's this very traditional funny. Pennsylvania Christmas. But I also love how at the it, like at some point Jim acquiesces and he's like, "All right, let's just do this." And it makes Dwight so happy yes. that everyone wants to come back and do Belschnickel. <laughs> he's like, "We got to bring Belschnickel back." <laughs> oh man, it's so fun. So what do we think? What do we think about Krampus? I, you know, I like the concept. Also, Krampus, uh, n- not Krampus, uh, St. Nicholas is in, featured in the David Sedaris story, Six to Eight Black Men, which always makes me laugh, where he talks about being in Holland and his taxi driver is explaining that their St. Nicholas is a gaunt, thin man who wears like the robe because he used to be the Bishop of Turkey. Mm-hmm. And David Sedaris is like, this is not right because <laughs> Santa didn't used to be anything. <laughs> But apparently, he is not real. And this Saint Nicholas is a combination of both. That if you're bad, he will take he'll he'll kick you. Oh, but nowadays he doesn't kick you so much. He just pretends to kick you, which is kind um, of worse a little bit. That's also yeah. kind of lame. Yeah. Like, well, just kick me, Santa. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like on stage. Don't fake slap somebody. Just haul off and slap. Him if you want to slap. <laughs> it's good for a laugh every yeah. time. Yeah. So I think that I like that one better. That it's a combination of Santa and also beating. I like that. Okay, <laughs> he beats you. No, Santa's real. Krampus. Is a beautiful vision and fairy tale. Do you think? Oh, so Krampus is not real? I don't know. I don't think so. What mm-hmm. do you think? Do you think there was a like a maybe like a decrepit old man in the Alpine, the Alps, probably back in the day, and wore he, the coat of a elk or something? Yeah, and everyone and he, just thought it was a, old, a giant hairy beast. They're like, oh my god, it's like a goat man. He's crazy, and he yeah. hit kids. And then that was the legend was born was just probably. a crazy old man in fur. I think like most things, this thing was made up by parents that don't know how to discipline their kids and just blame <laughs> it on some kind of crazy myth that's going to come and beat the shit out of you if you don't keep yourself in line. Well, I mean, that's a good thing, because then you could just dress up in a goat costume and beat your kids and with impunity and then at school they're not going to go mama hit me they're going to be like a goat man came and hit me <laughs> yeah goddamn CPS goat is getting called either goddamn way, goat man now, came and <laughs> got me or or you also have uh the hanukkah oh what is it the, Ross? Ho- the holiday armadillo <laughs> or hanukkah harry is on Saturday life <laughs> yep yep there's a lot of things no matter what you believe or what holiday you celebrate happy that to you oh yeah do your thing, man. Do your thing. Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the other ones. Uh, it's happy, a, like, if you just want to eat a TV dinner yeah. by yourself in the quiet, do happy, that. Happy get drunk and cry in your bathtub, if that's what Hell you yeah. want to do. <laughs> Whatever, however you celebrate the holidays. This time of year. You do you. You earned it. It's a good time of year to remember the ones you love, and but also just to... Take a minute to do something nice for yourself and that you enjoy. Be very grateful that you're not going to get drugged but to the depths of hell in a canvas <laughs> yes. bag by a goddamn goat man. Exactly. 
Thanks so much for listening. The best thing you can do to help us grow is to like, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen and tell a friend who you think would like us to listen as well. It means a ton to us and it really helps us get more exposure. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod and like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Christy and Wallace and on Twitter at Christy or GTFO. And you can find me at Heather versus the world, Heather vs. the world on Instagram or MCK vs. the world on Twitter. And if you do that, you can do things like enter our contest, which we have a winner from our quote guessing contest. Yes. So Sarah B on Instagram, we're going to send you a, uh, at Sarah Baumgarth. We're going to send you a message, get your address and mail you and your friend, your sticker. Yeah. And we also have a shout out for Kara B on Instagram for suggesting the topic of Krampus. Lots Very of bees. Good. Yep. And I also want to shout out my friend, Sean Hill from high school, his roommate, Haley, uh, co-hosts the podcast with Sean and they've been listening to Sinisterhood. Their show is called Parks and Rec and Sean works for the Austin Parks and Rec department and had never seen the show Parks and Rec. So they have him take shots and watch the show. And That's it's great. Funny. It's like drunk history. Yeah, it's great. We got some other shout outs. Brian Harrington, who we love so much. He forced someone to subscribe to our podcast in front of him. Shout wouldn't out. wouldn't let her leave until she he saw that Give she had subscribed. Give me your phone. Yeah. <laughs> also, he texted me the other day and he was like, I know I'm a little behind, but I'm listening to the OJ episode right now. And I want to explain to you how it could have been 1995, but you were also a junior in high school <laughs> when the verdict was out. And then he broke it all down. He was like, I'm sorry. My OCD was killing me with this. I was like, this has been very helpful. And I will be updating everybody about this. I will reiterate, if you're listening to old episodes, text me, come up to me. I love to- I, things like that crack me up. I'm like, they're like, I know that you were talking about this in like May and you don't remember it. I'm like, no, 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 we remember it. it. We, remember. we remember it for sure. Also at Podscure, they gave us a shout out on Twitter. Thank you very much. We also got some Instagram shout outs at Deviant Diva at Mama Bear Creative. At Girls in Craft, this is a very cool line of shirts and glasses inspired by girls who love craft beer. Their logo is very cool. So cute. Very cute. Love it. Also, another very cool feminist clothing line, which you guys should go follow, is at Shop Fiercely. Yeah, they got badass stuff. Yes. We also have several people message us to say, you're not crazy, Christy. I also did grave rubbings. Still when weird. <laughs> Kelsey Merritt stopped me and was like, "We, I did grave rubbings. A lot of like, people what? did. It was a thing. It's weird. So at Grooming with Megan and at Manda Marie Maley. Thank you very much for letting me know I was not crazy. Also at Catherine Cole, at Kaylee the Human. She made her, she said that uh, anytime she mentions new podcasts to her family, they just roll their eyes. But she was like, no, you're listening to this. And she put on episode 13, the infamous in and out story. And she said um, that they all shared a very good laugh together. That will be my legacy. Yep. Shatter pants in the car. If you have not listened to episode 13, do everyone a favor and go listen to episode 13 because I tell a very vulnerable story. Very vulnerable. <laughs> very vulnerable story in that one. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Once again, happy holidays, no matter what you believe in. And as always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Sinister. Hood.